I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back. It's Tech Talk live from Twin Peaks. Red Raiders taking on UCF on Saturday. You can hear that game uh, right here on Double T 97.3 as well. Optimum game day live. We'll start off at 7 in the morning and we'll carry you all the way through the Double T 97.3 Coors Light post game show. That is a 4 o'clock kick uh, on Saturday. We're here live from Twin Peaks where they have bigger game days and bolder fight nights and I'll tell you what you you guys gus you know build up the uh the screens and sometimes in life we have things built up and they don't deliver you have nailed it the screens as far as the eye can see and you're in a very busy time in sports where you got college football you've got nfl you've got college basketball you got nba you got nhl got all of these things uh, the Boulder Fight Nights as well. You can catch all of that out here at Twin Peaks. Uh, what you need is you need the Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec swivel chair circle desk and just park it right in the middle and just keep spinning. That way, you know, you keep your neck <laughs> neck a little more yeah. flexible. You probably, uh, of course, we always broadcast from over here on this side, and it wouldn't be hard to strategically get in a, you know, in, in a at least a good five TV window there and and the cool thing is is you don't have like you know four tvs on the same thing like right and and there may be a over in the main dining room there may be a way to capitalize the view even more but yeah you talk about a great place to uh take in some things even even back in august when we started football season you get a you know you get a rangers game on over here a couple of football games on over here now you could flip that and probably probably get in here this evening and have a stars game on or some hoops and mm-hmm. one of the college football games the probably the thursday nfl game but yeah this is a uh, really good hang and uh the cold frosty ones that they serve up uh, will literally have like an icy foam on on top of the uh, beverage i i've never had that before but i've heard that's really good <laughs> i never I'll, I'll tell you what, you're about to be... I'm not sure how you pronounce Bud White. Is it Bud Weiser? I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Bud Weiser. But, but, yeah, I think it's there. Bud Weiser? Swedish. Okay, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I've never never had that before, yeah. but I uh, hear it. Uh, yeah, they, they those beers come out <laughs> so with, you're a little, told. with a little icy foam on top, and uh, that that's a, uh, that's a great way to uh, position uh, a sports evening or afternoon. Yeah, and you're you're about to be, to me... And you can tell me if you differ from this, but to me, you're about to be in the second best kind of multi-screen season because March Madness is my yeah, winner. Sure. Um, I think that's a lot of people's winners, and especially you get the first couple of rounds, and you just have yeah. layer upon layer upon layer. Two four-game um, weekends, and it's, yeah. It's great to have all of the TV screens so you don't have to, like, multi-screen it yourself, and you're trying to fight it where yeah. you're, like, looking at and you can just, again, the swivel chair. That's where it's perfect. But you're about to be in bowl season. And that is perfect to uh, multi-screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, Especially uh, as, you, as the holidays get going. And same thing, a couple bowl games on in the evening or a late afternoon evening and then get some hoops going, maybe some uh, December kind of uh, tournament-type situations like like the Red Raiders will be in next week and uh, 
in the Bahamas. But those type things, you get a good, good, interesting matchup. It's uh, yeah. And you know what's interesting, Clint? Like you get a some of these, some of these, you can get a thirty-two inch TV on sale for one hundred and ten bucks. In a way that you go, <laughs> I could like put a hundred dollar TV. I mean. I'm an advocate of a multi-screen situation. Don't get me wrong. Sure. What I'm saying, like you, you can get a, you can get that, you can get one of those and like put it in the closet and then pull it out on Sunday. You know what I mean? Because like, it's a hundred dollars. Because we I would you never. Meant, I thought you meant to like we're going to hook up a TV everywhere, including the closet. Yeah, so I have right. to walk away and like you know to... put something in the storage, like the old Gus mystery box. Sure. Of shirts. <laughs> like, oh, it's on in here too. I have so. a couple of TVs in my chambers. I, <laughs> My Christian Grey room. Uh, <laughs> need one in the in the need one in the uh, in the little lizard's room in there. Get propped up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but that. But think about it. I mean, it, unheard of to think about that because back in the day, a TV was a major purchase, hundreds of dollars, and you know all the things. And now you can get these things on sale for like a hundred bucks, and like, oh, okay. You get like, you know, put it out, pull it out when you need it, put sure. it up. That's whatever. the that's the backup backup. When your when your wife's yeah. out of town, ta- yeah. Uh-huh. When your wife's out of town, and you like you, put, you got the one TV on the wall, and then you take the other one and lean it against the wall underneath it. It's streaming, so you don't have to hook up. But you got to turn on the power. That's it. And all of a sudden, you're going, oh yeah, we've got a we've got a. Uh, and that, that's when you look at your wife. Good. Isn't it time you go visit your mom? <laughs> You, is that how you word that? Like, uh, isn't I think it, you uh, should. Isn't it, how, it's it's been a while since you've had some face to face with your mom. Is that your, you, uh, and then yeah, and then you drop your mom a message, and you drop your mother in law a message. And say, Susie wants to come visit. She just like, talks about how she's wolves. missed you so much lately. Throw her to the wolves. Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> that's all she talks about. And and what you get is a unfettered day of sports viewing. You yeah. and your whitey tidies and your. Cheetos, beefaroni, and just yes. cheese weenies if you're yes. Dickens. He talks about that a lot. How much do you he think is. he actually intakes in a year? Because it doesn't <laughs> seem like the follow through is actually that much. Oh, he didn't punt the other week, did he? Last week when he went, when he was in all deep, his lovely know. bride was out of town, and he talked it up know. hard. Remember? Typically, this is see this is where I'm going. Typically, when he does. Like, he'll, you know, build it up, and then, and then if he actually makes it, like, first thing Monday morning, he doesn't, like, the world could be ending. Instead of, like, hey, breaking news announcing that, he'd be like, uh, I had cheese weenies. Pretty good. Pretty so good weekend. you're saying it was kind of a quiet follow-up. Huh? Yes. I think he disappeared and backed off. I mean, some people would just take a picture of it, too. You know, like, <laughs> dude, here we go, boys. I don't. That's you know like I mean? the foodie thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I'm just oh, saying, this, like. And I'm, I'm Look not at this dessert. I'm not advocating it, but for as much as he talks about it, you'd think that maybe there would be a little follow-up. Like here, you know, big him with this big cauldron that he's stirring, like with his old witch with the <laughs> two-handed toil, toil, witch cheese spoon. weenie toil, yeah, like exactly <laughs> toil, toil and trouble. Uh, what's uh, what's premier cheese weenie lighting? If you're gonna like get oh, the bowl oh, just man. right and like put some sort of herb on top, just for you know. Just for the accoutrement, I'm not actually going to eat that green thing on there. For a quiet (laughs) evening. I mean, think about Dickens, though. He's kind of a loner. Like, wouldn't that be, like, perfect cheese weenies, light a candle, perfect evening alone with myself? 
now to uh, Star Trek on the TV. Yes. <laughs> Maction on the other TV. Exactly. Hey, speaking of which, so we, of course, we're, we're doing a little uh, <laughs> little Thursday flip-flop here Maction. with uh, some scheduling. And so typically, you know, the little behind the curtain where he was doing the bottom line for me today over on 100.7, the score. When we cover for each other, we try to... Uh, you know, cover everything that they know that, that, that like, like that's staples for them. Sure, right? sure. We will have some a Maction story oh, from nice. last night a little okay. bit later on. So right. you should be excited. I'm, as he called it, the uh, the tease. This is a. I'm, I'll just go ahead and give this as a heads up. This is like a two hour long tease that we will eventually get to. Hey, uh, we here at Twin Peaks, we have three sets of tickets to give away. Two tickets each. You don't have to uh, come and do, like, a jump rope trick. You don't have to, like, recite the alphabet backwards. You just have to be the first one here. Right. You don't have to make eye contact, barely. You can walk over to the table, grasp the pair of tickets, and walk away. <laughs> they they usually make eye contact? Sometimes they will, but if they're not even required yeah. if you're sort of, like, Aaron doesn't do do? seem like he'd like that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Dickens would prefer it that way. He's not here, but still, yeah. you don't have to wait till a commercial. You don't have to answer trivia. The tickets are laying right here on this here table. You walk into Twin Peaks, you walk over here, you grab a pair of them, and then you disappear. My suggestion would be, and then you walk over to that their bar and order one of those, but we isers. Yeah. Yeah. Never, yeah. never had one before, but that's what I hear. 29 degree. Mm-hmm. You know, one of these days, they'll eventually let you have one. Yeah, no. You know, I should, I've heard I should As soon try as you one. get to 21, they'll let you have one, I guess. <laughs> 71. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tech Talk uh, here on Double T 97.3, live from Twin Peaks. When we come back, talking about the Big 12, a very interesting partnership that I know at least I'm very excited to get into. Back with more next. podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantec Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com, live from Twin Peaks. Uh, tonight on Double T 97.3 at 6, it's Red Raider football with Joey McGuire. You, uh, you heard the glass break right there as we were coming in, which means... Only one thing, that there has been a partnership between the Big 12 (laughs) and the WWE. That's right, brother. (laughs) I always liked it when it was still the WWF a little bit more, Mm -hmm. the World Wrestling Federation. Federation. Yeah, it just sounded so good when they would say that. What is WWE? What is World Wrestling Entertainment? Entertainment. Yeah, Yeah, because they're sports entertainment. Entertainers. uh, They're not wrestlers anymore. I, w- I was told they have uh, cards. Uh, what's the, uh, like, Actors Guild cards? I don't know if that's a r- urban legend or not. I I couldn't tell you that. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I mean, it wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be shocking. Sense, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the WWE, WWE and the Big 12 Conference have announced a partnership, Gus, for the 2023 Big 12 Championship game. Now, they will have a most outstanding player uh, WWE time, or mixed Big 12 championship belt instead of a trophy. There will be a WWE star to present said belt on the field. There will be exclusive 
There's merchandise, uh, and then there will be, like, stars to host a pregame hospitality event type thing. Uh, and then what I think is interesting on top of it is there is the WWE and Big 12 logo, which they already showed on Twitter today and has been kind of everywhere if you've seen this. Um, that logo is going to be on the field and throughout the venue. So it's like – Really? It is, you were – you are going to see the uh, little WWE logo wow. everywhere for this. And we already know new one thing about the Big 12 Championship. Of course, we don't know who's playing there yet. Lots of different options. Yeah, sure. Um, you knew Nelly was doing the halftime show. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> do you like this? Do you care? Well, uh, I mean, WWE's not my bag necessarily. but uh. And, and so I, that, that's, that part's fine. But uh, here, here's, here's, I think, a fact that we know about commissioner your mark like he's talked uh, openly about us being a younger league mm-hmm. like a fan following um and and you know i think he's tapping into that with a number of things and he and when he's talked about basketball like his 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 thoughts about basketball as a key to as a catalyst to accessing gen z and some of those things are really interesting i mean it's a real look into demographics and media and those type things but this is a this is a, a a cousin to that. It's akin to that. Um, he's seeing the the WWE following and saying how can, how can we tap into that because it's sports adjacent, um, and, and and this is a really interesting way of doing it. Um, I'll be interesting to see what the WWE if there's much of a WWE vibe. And of course, I, I won't. I can't imagine the scenario in which I'll be in the arena this year. Um, uh, this year, hopefully soon, uh-huh. there to watch the Red Raiders. But um, you know what, what that'll be if it's just going to be like some logos and then the and then the presentation. Or in other words, what I leave that room or room because it's a, it's a played in an in, inside football stadium, uh, domed football stadium. But what I leave there feeling more like I, I I got more Nelly or I got more WWE WWE. Yeah, I I just. My question is, Gus, is like, how many more eyes does this bring in? I mean, I, I, I you know, I get the want to be younger, cooler, flashier, hipper, all of that. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Is is the WWE that? I, I guess I'm. It's it's interesting to make it that big of a partner. The other side is, I hope they can really lean into it, right? Like, I'm going to play this situation for you. Let's say it is Texas and Oklahoma State, right? Uh, and, you know, in a situation where Iowa State was just on the outside looking in, but they are on the outside <laughs> looking in. Or like like the uh, possible three-way tie, and it's like Kansas State, right? right? And Oklahoma State and Texas, they're like three-quarters through, right? And, and it's a dead heat. You still don't know who's going to pull out this game. And then they're in Arlington, the lights shut off. And all of a sudden, Kansas State's fight song yes. playing in some of oh, that's Chris Kleiman's music. Right now, it's a triple threat Big 12 championship game. And you can tackle with chairs, and you get the barbed sure. wire bat. Cage all match. Of, yeah, well, let's lean sure. into it. Let's change the rules. Coaches go into a cage match. <laughs> a, couple of, a couple cheerleaders get in the scrap. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm in. Uh, I like the like the uh, sound of that, and that's sort of where I'm going with this. Like, mm-hmm. is it gonna is there gonna be a heavy influence, or is it gonna be more the personality making the the you know part part of the trophy presentation, and then like pregame hospitality behind the scenes, right? Uh, you know, and and I'll ask you, is that a is that a John Cena level somebody, or is you, I, I don't know? You would think 
if you are going to do that and you're going to have some sort of presenter, you know in the bag it's going to be like someone that not just like the hardcore fans are, like they're going to know that personality, right? right? Like they're not, you know, going to roll out like he's his name is the janitor because he takes out the trash. And you're like, who is this? Like who in the world? You're 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 getting you're getting what I'm you're getting what I'm asking right there is like some like some sea sea level uh, deal. But I, I would also yeah, 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 think yeah. Uh, I would also think of you know, and again, I don't know who these people are, but like a Cena or the Rock or whatever would view this as something kind of cool and different. Yeah. You know, and and you know, like the like the Rock, because of course they haven't said who this is going to be. Right. Who's going to present this new MVP uh, or most outstanding player championship belt? But I mean, like the Rock is kind of heavily invested in football already. Kind of helps run a certain spring league. Sure, um, that didn't do great, but now they have combined there with the XFL and USFL. Um, we're a long ways away from those discussions. I'm interested what that will look like. So you would think. It would be someone like that because I agree. I, if, I, if if I were them, you know, the Rock is certainly a football fan. I think right. Mike Cena is a football fan. This would be a cool opportunity. You're having it in Pretty Dallas much, it and Jerry seem, World, yeah. I mean, it easy. would seem in yeah. the scheme of things like a fairly hassle-free thing to do, unless like you're, which if you're the superstar, whatever you that like didn't sign autographs, you wouldn't be wanting to do this anyways. But like, yeah, you'd have to go probably sign autographs and talk to fans, but all that stuff you're usually doing. So I just, it's not going to turn anybody away, right? It's not going to have people like, I don't watch that filth, and I'm not going to watch the Big 12 championship game now. So, I mean, if it does, again, I don't know what percentage of eyes that brings in, but if it does, because all of a sudden, you know, Timmy, who wants to be doing, you know, elbows off of the top rope one day as well, uh, is like, oh, I wasn't going to watch the Big 12 championship game, but, uh, you know, John Cena, I can actually see him, and I can see right. him at the Big 12 championship game. Then maybe it's worth it, but at the end of the day, there's also just a silliness factor to see the WWE. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll be curious to know. <laughs> like, I, I would think that I, I would assume that the Big 12 didn't agree to this without a decent idea of what level of performer, like, you know, right. hey, I'm going to give you a list of four names, and it's got to be one of these four, you know, because uh, that way you don't have some dude like, oh, Joe Blow got COVID, can't, you know, whatever. Right. But, you know, that that they're not agreeing to this, and then it's like you said, all right, you get the the Russian Mamba and the uh, janitor, you know, you get to pick from one of those two. <laughs> like, wait, who? You know, the, They call him the Iron Shin. Like, exactly, <laughs> the Iron Sheik and the, uh, the Iron Sheik and the, uh, you know. You do like uh, – uh, Bob Backlund. Here's, I'm going. I'm going way, way old. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who that is. Uh, it is Tech Talk here in Double T ninety seven three. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Live from Twin Peaks as we are every Thursday on weeks where you have home games for Red Raider football. They're taking on UCF at the Jones Saturday, 4 o'clock kick. Optimum game day live. We'll kick the morning off at 7 and we'll carry you all the way through the Double T 97.3 Coors Live postgame show. Uh, here at Twin Peaks, 
several great things to get off of the scratch kitchen menu. Uh, and you know, we had a we had a dilemma here, Gus. Because of course, uh, I'm in for Dickens today. Um, do we order a nacho meal out of spite? <laughs> Or do we get the fried pickles and then send a picture to Aaron uh, and let him know what he's missing today? We went the fried pickles route, and uh, gotta say, now you n- see, not, not even a huge fried pickles guy. These are phenomenal, sublime. These are fantastic, sublime, fantastic. Yes, sir. And also, I don't know if you say this like, uh, like there's a lot of places like everyone has like. For the most part, everyone has like Dr. Pepper, right? You know, well, let's go to this place. They oh, like that place has a good Dr. Pepper. You do that. <laughs> I do that with ranch. Mm. This place has good ranch. Twin yeah. Peaks has really oh, yeah. good ranch. Yeah, the the food here is yeah. legit. Um, yeah, it's it's like people talk about the. Uh, my, my wife insists the Diet Coke at gold the Golden Arches at McDonald's mm. is different, better. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I, I, I think mean, that. I, to, I, I think. I think that for right. a few. It's hard like, to, places. Yeah, it's hard to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you why. You know, but or, or <laughs> if they do the get secret. a tricked up formula or what? But yeah, the uh, Twin Peaks has the uh, fried pickles figured out. And here's the deal: you come over to this table, you grab a pair of football tickets to the uh, yes. game uh-huh. Saturday night, but do not touch the pickles. You don't even have to make eye contact to grab the pair of what, tickets. But when's the last time the, you smacked someone's like exactly. top of the hand? If you reach like, for yeah. the pickles, you might draw, <laughs> draw back a bloody stub. But you can reach for the two football t- tickets. And uh, there you go. Saturday late afternoon, evening plans Man, right I, there. I thought as the uh, the fat guy over here of the pair that like I would be the danger to try to like reach across and steal food from. But Gus sounds like he's about to turn into like a badger. <laughs> or perhaps... <laughs> Perhaps a wolverine. A little spider monkey. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Speaking of the wolverines, we got some news about about 30 minutes before we went on air. Um, And Jim Harbaugh with the Michigan Wolverines has officially just accepted the Big Ten's three-game suspension. And did it seem odd that it was a complete flip because it felt like they were headed for legal battles. You had them trying to do the restraining order uh, the day of when this originally came out last week before they played Penn State. Like, maybe I'm maybe I'm just reading tea leaves that I shouldn't be or just grasping at straws. But it's like, okay, what, what did the Big Ten show you that they had found out that suddenly right. you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, just kidding. We'll do it. One, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I got you. And w- one thing that was uh... – I mean, I think the key to this, Dickens, is that this makes it all go away. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Whoa. Dickens, that's right, my bad. And you know what? I caught a little <laughs> bit of his show, and he, he was he was plugging along I pretty know. good. And and then he said he called he called the uh, he called it Tech Talk earlier, and he was yeah. like, "Dang it, I almost made it." And so sorry, dude. No, it's all right. I Dang slip it, I already, when yeah. I fill in here. I slip in yeah. all the time. Uh, I'm just kidding. What was the question? Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, just with, with Harbaugh, the, the oh yeah, you, you just know, get no, flip. I, yeah, yeah, the key, the key there is that this makes it go away. Like it's right. not, it's not. He's doing this, sort of t- taking one for the team, and I guess for the from the Big Ten's perspective, they're getting some flesh. You know, they're getting a punishment as opposed to this being litigated more or less for two years, and then the twenty twenty six Wolverines get a. 
you know, can't go to a bowl game or some deal. It's like a bunch of guys going, I, I, that was my like my freshman year, man. I was rich. You know, like mm-hmm. from the Big 10's perspective, they're getting some flesh. Mm-hmm. And from Harbaugh and maybe Michigan's perspective, and, and a little, you know, to your point, like what did they show him that made him go, oh, yep, there I am, link like, to oh, it. Or, you know, didn't we, know you had that. We may never know. Yeah. Who knows? We may we may know someday, but all of this gets pushed away in a way that he'll be able to be involved in postseason. Am I not? Isn't yeah, that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you can now, under what the suspension is, if you make it to the Big Ten championship game, you can suddenly be on the sidelines for that. If you are in the playoff, or if you're in whatever bowl game, but you you know if you have to think in this discussion, they are wanting the playoff, have a great chance at the playoff. Mm-hmm. You can coach in that. You can be on the sidelines for it. And of course, throughout this whole time, it's just game day that you're not coaching. You're there. Uh, all week right. through practice, instilling game plan, doing the scouting, so everything that he would do outside of I'm on the sideline for a game day. But from, like, if you're the Big Ten, and if you're, by the way, you know, what a year to to be, I guess, uh, not be Tony Petiti in your first oh year gosh, being the commissioner, yeah. like, welcome to the Big Ten welcome as commissioner. Yep. Welcome to hail. Like, <laughs> take off and be great. Um it's it's unwinnable, right? Because now you're having these conference calls and all of the Big Ten coaches and our ADs, like Jim Harbaugh is having to get off the line so they can vent and, and let them know that you can't let them be in the Big Ten. Sure. And so this felt, felt like the most, to me, like the most neutral outcome because if you're the Big Ten, you also just, you don't want to be dealing with this. Right. You don't want every single time you Google Big Ten, the first thing to come up, like, suspends Jim Harbaugh, uh, they're on the old Google machine. Like, and you want not, this behind you. Right. The, the, yes, exactly. And it's not hanging over the 2024 season and the 2025 season. Uh, that it, it gets it done. And I, and I think there's a, you know, I've made the parallel to, uh, several times between this and either the Chris Correa situation with the Astros or the, the their sign stealing, their trash can banging, you know, the, right. the electronic use of 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 you know all the things we knew about and it felt like like man MLB gave them immunity to tell their story and to, you know and 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 it felt like it was almost hastily arrived at and all yeah. that but you know you you can see where if you're the league side of this Big 10 in this case Major League Baseball in that right. case and probably other things Getting it, getting it over with is is just what you're saying. It's it's out there and it'll be part of the narrative forever. Mm-hmm. It'll be something that's talked about ten years from now. But it doesn't drag out for eighteen months, twenty four months, and appeals and all those things. And Harbaugh, you know, two years now, two years from now, if he's coaching the the Vikings or whatever, right? Yeah. And this thing no starts, doubt. and it finally gets. <laughs> litigation is settled and it's punished and or it's punishable or whatever and and it's like the his replacement is dealing with some sort of a bowl ban or some you know some some type situation that's just you know to me it's it's the the best of both worlds when again like maybe this is me just trying to look into the magical big 10 crystal ball Mm -hmm. that we'll never know we'll we'll never know what fully went on behind it but it's like did jim harbaugh with what he was showing like oh this could actually be worse like, I didn't know you had all of that on me. Right. Yeah, three games sounds good. It is uh, Tech Talk on Double T 97.3, live from Twin Peaks. More when we come back.
podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com, live from Twin Peaks, as we are every Thursday where there is a Texas Tech home game, Red Raiders Taking on UCF on Saturday. Speaking uh, of Las Vegas, oh, go ahead. Oh, you, yeah. know, well, no, you, you were leading into where I, I was going. I see your yeah. screen now, and you're don't look you're, at my screen. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. So you had a vote officially pass in the Major League Baseball. You no, know, the owners. The owners yep. pass uh, for the move of the Athletics to Las Vegas. Now, to my and you would know this better, so I'm just going to pitch it to you here. Um, but I do have a question for you. Uh, you know, it seems like this is basically a done deal. There's a few things they still have to get, uh, you know, a green light on. But for the most part, from the steps that they have taken, the athletics will be in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, the optics of this is, and it has been to me, like, hey, the owner doesn't care about the fans. I mean, you've got a right. very low payroll. It doesn't seem like they've done a ton with the roster to help themselves on purpose. You had the kind of like reverse boycott in the middle of the season, yeah. where even though they are not the A's, they're voting for the triple A's. <laughs> they're yeah, rooting yeah, for yeah. their. They're still sh- like trying to show up and show that they like sell the team, sell the team. Um, First, are you surprised by this? And what, and then the second question for me is like, what, what what does this tell you? I guess from the owner's perspective of voting the uh, approving this. The um, yeah, not not surprised. Um, it's unfortunate um, because in, on on a situation like this, much as it was with the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders, mm-hmm. um, you know the the fans end up being the losers, right? Um, and, and, you know, some some fan or father-son or grandfather-son or whatever, some generational deal. They've grown up loving the A's. And, you know, 50 years ago in the early 70s, they were winning back-to-back. They were great. Reggie Jack, young Reggie Jackson and Raleigh Fingers. I mean, they were, you know, h- historically good. And then they were good again with the Conseco and McGuire and those Dave Stewart and all that deal. And, sure. Uh, you know, so it's not like it's just been the dregs for 60 years there. But, you know, you've probably got a generation where, hey, my, my granddad told me about these guys, my dad told me about these guys, and now it's my turn. You know, I'm, and, and then, and then it just, you know, the team leaves and it's unfortunate. Now, and again, the fan gets caught in the middle. The, the other reality to this is they have been playing in the worst stadium situation. For a decade or more, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, we we heard about this as as AL West observers, um, specifically with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But that the you know when the Rangers guys would go there, they couldn't use the visitors' radio booth because there were what raccoons in it or whatever <laughs> it was. It was something like that, wasn't it? Possum yeah. or raccoon or <laughs> a family raccoon. So they broadcast from somewhere else. Uh, ten years ago, like when when Josh yeah. Hamilton and those guys were there, we heard about the sewage backing up through like the shower drains, like raw sewage. You know, like it's 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 a crumbling old stadium. It's the last of the old all-purpose stadiums. Mm-hmm. You know, it 
in the 60s, all those stadiums that were, I shouldn't say all of them, but a vast majority of them were a big circle, and they were built so that they could accommodate the NFL team and Major League Baseball. It's kind of a nostalgia thing, too, especially since the Mm -hmm. team I rooted for played there in that stadium a lot. Right, sure. Say with the conversation, but Mm -hmm. uh, it was just an interesting little part of it. Absolutely, it was an era. Uh It was an era, and then and you know that was that was that was uh, those stadiums were all ushered in late '60s, certainly heavy through the '70s and '80s, and then you got to the early '90s, Baltimore. Built Orioles Park, Camden Yards, and everyone started seeing like, oh, this, you know, this is how it should be. The sort of a renaissance of stadiums. The ballpark at Arlington was was that right. among that generation of stadiums. But all the while, you know, these other teams are adding stadiums and cleaning stuff up in, in Oakland. Um, you know, which which apparently as a city isn't exactly prosperous these days. You know, lets their stadium decline. Like the whole thing went stale on them in a way that, you know, the the, the fact that they're being uprooted doesn't surprise me one bit. Now, there's hope for the baseball fan in Oakland in that, you know, Manfred and those guys have been talking for three years, get Tampa Bay figured out their stadium and get Oakland's or they's mm-hmm. stadium figured out. And then we're going to talk, like, the next thing after that is two-team expansion. They'll go from 30 to 32, Major League Baseball. And so what's not out of the question is Oakland figuring out that, you know, because the thing that, that they held on for a long time, they being the A's in Major League Baseball, was like a, a, a water development. And I can't, I, I don't know the area well enough to... Yeah. But, but a, a ballpark down there on the waterfront and a revitalized area and all the things. You know, kind of a Texas Live. Everyone wants what the Braves have where there's a development with people, like, moving in there, living, and there's clubs and restaurants and bars and mm-hmm. and, and all the things, you know, common areas and all that. Oh, and a Major League Baseball stadium right there. And I'm sure the, you know, and, and so that's been on the table for a while, but Oakland could never get it passed. Yeah. The, the city of or the 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 big dogs there in Oakland and uh, so they're they're going to be moving to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is the smallest market um, to host any of the big four teams. Mm-hmm. Now Vegas is a little different because I, I you know I I don't know what the I'm I'm sure there's a corporate demographic that needs to happen to be able to sell suites and then you know those that level of dollar, but I would also think that. You know them. Them getting an appropriate number of fans to go to the games wouldn't be that difficult because we can say this like you're a Kansas City fan. I'm St. Louis Cardinals fan. You know both our teams were dismal this year, but <laughs> don't remind me. But you might be able to look at this and go, oh, okay, Kansas City, the A's, or excuse me, the the Royals are playing at the Las Vegas A's or whatever they're going to be called. That might be a fun weekend to go out there for. A little three-day weekend and do some gambling and go watch my team play baseball or whatever. And you would think that that situation is going to be present. We know it goes on already in the NHL, and it probably right. happens with the NFL and and soon Major League Baseball. So I don't know that market size is as deciding a factor in Vegas as it might be in some other places. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, on the other side. It is Tech Talk live from Twin Peaks here on Double T ninety-seven three. Back with more next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. 
This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com, live from Twin Peaks. I'm out here for bigger game days, Boulder Fight Nights. Always a good time out here at Twin Peaks, just off of the Marsh Sharp Freeway. Uh, Gus, I have a couple things here for you. Just All right. real quick. I'm ready. First, we'll, we'll, we'll do an on this day. This was 10 years ago, um, and, and this is, to me, one of the biggest, uh, hey, just wait kind of moments All right. uh, in, in sports history. Uh, this, this play happened 10 years ago. All right, here we go. Fourth and 18 for the Tigers. Here's your ball game. Nick Marshall. Stands in, steps oh. up, got to throw down field, just a home run ball, and uh, it is tipped off. And Lewis going on to the Hutchman. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Touchdown, Auburn. Touchdown, Auburn. A miracle at Jordan Hare. A miracle at Jordan Hare. 73 yards, and the Tigers with 25 seconds to go. Lead 43 to 38. So the, the prayer at Jordan Hare there, just a ridiculous Hail Mary there for the Auburn Tigers to beat Georgia in a play. It was like fourth and 16, right. two Georgia Bulldogs crashing together, it's pretty much setting it to the receiver. Tip ball, yeah, just right into, doesn't even break stride. And it's the the reason I call that the ultimate just wait moment. Okay. Because if you're on that broad, and, and, you know, what a great call. Sure. They're pumped. They're excited. Cannot believe this happened. Um the next week is the kick six against right. Alabama. So it's like, I can't believe this just happened. You know, this just happened. Crazy game, crazy ending. And, like, if only you, you know, could know what was about to happen a week later, which was, I would say, equally crazy and then up it because it's the Iron Bowl. Sure. Uh, and then you would go on to play Missouri and beat them in the SEC championship game and then just lose 34-31, I believe, to Florida State. Uh, who James Winston, by the way, yeah. got his jersey yep. retired for Florida State, uh, who won that national championship. Uh, but you know, it's funny you when you when you play that clip, the voice I hear, and of course, you know, I've I've confessed to being a kind of a t-shirt Bama fan. Sure. My dad taught there. My mother got her degree there. My wife got her degree there. And when I was a little kid, we lived in Tuscaloosa, and so I, I, you know, still follow that team and kind of root for them. Not not in the way I do root for the Red Raiders, but just, you know, somebody somebody else to follow. Obviously, they've been, been pretty, good, pretty good over the last 15 <laughs> years. I rooted against them in a certain Cotton Bowl. Yeah. I can tell you that much. But the uh, <laughs> it's funny, as you play that voice, uh, as, as you play that clip, the voice I hear is their radio guy, and I'm, I'm hearing the, Auburn's going to win the football game yeah. on the kick six <laughs> part of that call. And so I'm thinking, and that's, that's – uh, Interesting. The sad part about that is that announcer for Auburn he died in a car wreck. Yeah, and really sad deal. Not not long after that, Rod like, Bramblett. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the guy that took his place was one of their long time. Had been a long time involved with their baseball broadcasts. And uh, yeah, that that's a, a sad deal because it it ended way too soon for him. But uh, uh, what what a what, those kind of sound clips. Dude, are so uh, poignant for me. You know, it's like sure. the Nadell, the Nadell clips. Still, will, should get for 
generations. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nadell clip of the last pitch. Yeah, you know it's 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 the moment you know that you can't you can't take that away and just the genuine stuff and and you know Hacks has some of these calls and oh yeah getting the last Absolutely. hour going to Omaha or winning the thing to go to the sweet to, or the final going four the yeah, yeah you know all, all that. that stuff and and in some ways it's the uh, in some ways it's the uh, you know the the broadcaster's dream. To, to be able to call that kind of moment and oh, be yeah. that genuine with the emotion. Uh, and, and I really can could sit and listen to those. I, I'm not saying all day, every day, but, you, you know, you, you and I could do a show of those kind of clips <laughs> and go, what you know, what are some of the ones you love and why yeah. did you love them? And I could do some of mine, and then we could both share some of just the other really good ones, and they're just so cool. And I think they're just uh, – I think they're just a uh, – a, a little bit sweeter when it's your guy calling your team oh, yeah. and, and your guy that you've been with for a while. Speaking of not our guy, not our team, here I've got a second one for All you. Right, this it. is my uh, covering the, the, the basis for, you know, the usual Aaron Dickens broadcast here on Tech Talk. Uh, this is a call from last night. Second down and long here for Buffalo and Snyder. He fires over the middle. The catch is made. He's got Marlon Johnson. Johnson takes it into Miami territory. It's a foot race. Can they track him down? Johnson, no. He fumbles it. What do they say here? It's a touchdown. He's over the line. The signal is touchdown. The ball comes out. It's an 80-yard strike for the score. And hang on. This is not over. And literally the thing Miami could not afford to do is give up a big play Ooh. this junction. That is before the he the crosses. A touchdown. Michael Dowell. So here's your Maction catch-up. I promised uh, Dickens I'd do because we did the uh, show flip. You want to talk about a very bad beat? Very, very, very bad beat. So this is uh, from Miami of Ohio's 23-10 to win over Buffalo. That was Buffalo almost scoring. Uh, as you hear it goes to review, it is a fumble oh, at the one-yard line. Awful. Uh, this was an eight-point spread, oh. which, by the way, if you're you know on a, on a Wednesday night betting on action. <laughs> <laughs> you are a degenerate gambler. I have a hotline for you to yes, call. Yes, yes, no kidding. <laughs> That if you did put down money on that, oh man, what a bad, bad beat! Think about the Tech basketball game on Sunday. The San Jose State, I believe it was a fifteen-point spread. That's a two-point ball game with four minutes left. Order uh-huh. and Tech goes on an eighteen-to-two heater <laughs> down the down the stretch, and and it's a fourteen-point game. And you're thinking, you know, with four minutes left at that last media timeout, like, hey, they got to get after it. They're going to win this game, and <laughs> the boys in Vegas are going, oh, hang on, <laughs> get ready. They're really smoking their cigarettes, watching, and like, watch this, boys. Pop Isaacs is going to launch a three at the end of the shot clock, and it's in, and now it's a one-point game. And then they dribble down and cross half court and dribble it out and just hold the ball like, no. If somebody's either that or the other, the other crowd, the uh, – the uh, San Jose State is going to cover is like thank God he he's picked up the ball, unbelievable. The bad beat stuff was hilarious. Oh man, yeah, there was your Wednesday night action catch up. It's Tech Talk on Double T ninety seven three. This has been the Tech Talk podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double t ninety seven three dot com.